0: I and get these stuff my dad, and so get They don't want to get a nasty tweet from Donald Trump. I wish he'd stay off Twitter. I don't care. I don't care anymore. Well, either
1: way. Why are you here? You're supposed to be asleep. I am
2: here determined.
3: give you
1: america itself
2: this is ed mcmahon and now
1: here's armstrong and getty live
3: from studio where c studio c c
1: senior
3: a dimly lit room deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. And today, Tuesday, we're under the tutelage of our general manager. Your
1: overlord, Mark Zuckerberg. Bow down to him. Accept that he is your puppy. Now,
3: here's where I'm confused. Is he a, Is uh, he a, an evil secret... Or not, secret liberal who's trying to destroy conservatives, or is he an evil secret conservative who's trying to ruin Hillary Clinton? I'm confused. Exactly. On the, which, which is it? You've grasped it. It's the duality of Zuckerberg. Wow. He's so at it war within himself. Is the duality of is Zuckerberg like Schrodinger's cat, similar sort of thing? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Wikipedia Schroeder's cat. Shorting your cat if you've never gotten into it, and then sit around with your friends this afternoon, smoke dope, drink coffee, whatever you're going to do, and discuss the whole thing. It's right, blows your mind, man. But if Mark Zuckerberg is simultaneously a liberal and a conservative, what is he? <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. So their their stock dropped quite a bit yesterday. As, uh, everybody's a little weird about what's going to happen with Facebook. Anywho, mine my stock's been at its 52-week low for
1: five straight years now.
3: <laughs> so. That's
1: funny. That's
3: funny. So, anybody see my tweet last night? My tweet in which I said, You might be wondering why I'm uh, an hour away from home at 8 o'clock on a work night. Yeah. I'm meeting our rat breeder to pick up a couple of Dumbos,
2: of course. Oh. Yeah, also, yeah. if you're looking for a way to break the ice at parties, did anybody see my tweet last night? Is often an excellent <laughs> yes. way to do it. Super.
3: Yes. Super. Yes. I'll have to talk about that later. Busy, busy meeting the rat breeder. You see, yeah.
1: The good thing about being a rat breeder is that they uh, they breed like rats. <laughs> <laughs> I'll
3: tell you what. You want to get some of these Dumbo rats? It ain't easy. All right, <laughs> uh, sure. It ain't easy. Is this an intelligence thing? Are they not smart rats? Uh, they're they're cute. They're uh, um, they have big ears. That's why they're called ah. Dumbo. But they're really cute and something or other. But I don't know. Man, there's money in the breeding uh the fancy rat thing. Oh, I did yeah. not know that, but that's that's a deal, man. You get you have to get on a waiting list. This particular woman has a waiting list years long. Oh, wow. And you dance to her tune by god or you're <laughs> off the list. <laughs> And you meet her at the Starbucks parking lot, and you hand her some money, and she hands you a shoebox with some rats in it. A, a cop would be thinking, what the hell's going Wait on here? Wait a minute, what, what's in there? <laughs> he reaches his pocket, pulled out a wad of cash, and gave it to her. She, she gives him a shoebox. I know what's going on here. No, I guess I don't.
1: That must be a lot of the pot or the drugs or something. <laughs> I'm
3: going to arrest them. it's fancy rats. Uh, Let's introduce everybody in the squad. We'll start there with our board operator, Michelangelo. Pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. How are you this morning, Michael?
2: I'm doing pretty good. Um, I replaced finally my 10-year-old TV in the bedroom. So I Mm. got a good deal on it, but I had to get it delivered. So it turns out the delivery service only worked. They only get them delivered from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. You had a TV
1: delivered. Yeah. Hmm. Why? How lazy are you? I mean, I've never had a TV pilot. Oh, it's I've, a long
3: story. I got a
1: 70-inch TV and muscled it out to the car <laughs> like a man. No, I wanted to do
2: that, but um, it's a <laughs> long story, oh, oh, and boy. I can't talk about it on the okay,
3: air. Gotcha. Uh-huh, okay, gotcha. Okay. So. Well, you do have a girlfriend, so it's possible yeah, she said no. Yeah, it's a sore spot. <laughs> it's
2: a real sore I, I know, spot. I know. I, hey,
3: hey, trust hey. me. Do you think <laughs> I, you think I, of my own volition in my own life, under any circumstances, on a Monday night at 8 o'clock would be an hour from home in the Starbucks parking lot waiting to buy some fancy rats? No. No.
2: <laughs> no, I get
3: no. it. No. Do you think that was my decision? So there's might be a reason why you had your television delivered. Yeah, we understand.
2: Inter- anyway, but the bottom line is the delivery service is only from 9am to 1pm Monday through Monday through Friday, basically, and so it's like, um, who's home during this time? You know, Only the people that are watching Judge Joe Brown. The or sort whatever.
3: of person who gets a TV delivered is probably home at that time. <laughs> yeah. No That's kidding, the point. legless. They probably think
2: they're dealing with weirdos. Shut-ins. So, <laughs> so I finally found a Saturday appointment, and it's going to be like April 7th, and there I'm you like, go. oh, great.
3: You know, they have them at the store, and they're very light, and just walk them to your car. That's yeah. a bit like, uh,
1: I don't know, buying a jug of milk,
3: honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: got to wait till April 11th to get this milk. <laughs> I want cereal
3: now.
2: <laughs> There's Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Oh, man, did I pick an awkward time to decide to cut the old cord, the proverbial cord cutter, but as soon as I do that, now my computers are all taken kaput. So now, my, my initial desktop was that that thing's just fried. I need to get a new one. I'm uh, working on a couple different ways to, to do that. Get a laptop and have it delivered in four or five weeks. <laughs> well, I, had a, right. I have a laptop, and I was like, okay, no worries. This can probably do... 80 to 90% of the stuff my desktop could do it'll it'll be fine in the interim until I figure out the uh, the next desktop. Well, that started uh, acting up. So I was on the phone with tech support for the last, I don't know, probably somewhere between 3 and 6 hours yesterday. Good times, I'll tell you what. Oh, that my. being on the phone mm. with tech support and holding somebody, <sighs> like that those are good times. Mm. Those
3: are those are the moments you'll cherish on your deathbed.
2: And constantly just, "Hey, all you have to do is just do this, this and this and then you'll be all set. Okay, <sighs> give us a call back if you need it." And then I'd get like 3 minutes into the new thing and then some new error message popped up and my least favorite phrase when dealing with anything uh
3: computer-wise is just or all you need to do. Basically, I, I basically hate, I hate that phrase. <laughs> Maybe you just or all you need to do, but that doesn't seem to be doing that for me. Yeah, that's a, that's a drag. The tech people. Well, they do what they can.
1: I've yet to hear anyone disagree with me when I've offered up the following: the amount of time we spend on tech Making it work is precisely equal to the amount of time we save with tech. I believe it is God's joke and he is
3: guffawing. Man, if it's a 50 50 trade off, I'd be surprised. It's, uh, yeah, it's something. There's Marsha Phillips, who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall?
0: I'm doing very well, Jack. I cannot remember if you are a seasonal purist, but I'm going to bring this up because it is happening today. And I remember First day of
3: spring is March 21st. Yeah,
0: see, I knew that. I Everybody knew you'd knows say that. that. Nah, no, today that. is the first day of spring. No, it's not. The first day it of is going to kick 21st. off at 9.15 this morning, West Coast. You go with the first full day of spring. The first full day. Yeah, that's oh, what they oh,
3: teach boy. in school. This is all an right. argument I could listen to all day. Well, I'm you know, going to stand like by. Have. First day of spring is March 21st. First day of summer is June 21st. Shortest day of the year is December 21st. So it's the 21st. Always the 21st. It's so I don't want to hear. There you go. Right. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Tuesday, March 20th, the day before spring starts. It's winter in somebody's soul, <laughs> keeping you straight in 21-8. We're all Armstrong right. and Getty, and we approve of this program. Let's
1: begin the show. Finally, according to FCC rules and regs, here we go at mark. The American public is interested and cares about the truth from a nonpartisan point of view. They're sick and tired of a Republican truth, a Democrat truth, a Trump truth, an anti-Trump truth. We need the truth in a nonpartisan way. Good luck. Good luck, Alan. The great Alan Dershowitz there. Boy, I'll tell you what. He's a teller of truth, which is
3: uh, rarer and rarer in our nation. Uh, yeah, and who do you look to? Who do you look to to try to get the truth out of now that we know, you know, people that run the FBI sometimes lie to us? Oh, yeah. The guy, the second from the top. And maybe the guy at the top. Right. Right. That makes it difficult. Lying like a rug. Uh,
0: What are other headlines, Marshall Phillips? Bomb blast at the Texas FedEx. Massive hunt going on now for the serial bomber. We got a self driving car attacking and birth control pills for guys. Should be here soon. Those stories and more coming up. 635, Armstrong and Getty.
3: Man, oh man, oh man. We're, we're going to have somebody on about this a, a little later in the show, but self driving car kills somebody. What does that do to the whole self driving car movement? God, it could set it back years. Well, people driving cars still lead 30,000 a one, but it will definitely have an effect. For some reason, the idea of a, a teenager texting or a drunk guy doesn't bother me as much as a computerized car running me over. S.A., if I you can use the term, killer robot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. More on that later. How does mailbag look?
1: Oh, it's fine, boy. Reaction to the leprechaun trap conversation, <laughs> Donald Trump and three-dimensional chess,
3: much more. Yeah. Geez, Trump would be better off if he shut up. Or would he? I think he would. Or would he? (laughs) Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
1: Armstrong and Getty.
3: The conscience Of 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 the nation.
1: The Armstrong and Getty Show. It was a
0: beautiful day. Sun beat down. I had the radio. I drove
3: by a uh, a wreck this morning. Luckily, on the other side of the freeway, so it didn't have any effect on me. But lots of fire trucks and police cars, or whatever. And you ever drive by and you look at a car crunched somewhere and you think, "How did that happen?" Like one car vehicle. The other day, oh, yeah. I saw a car upside down in the ditch in police cars, and I thought, "How in the world did you flip your car right here? Uh, Face the wrong way? What were you doing? Head scratcher. Yeah. Yeah." Maybe the is it speed, like going in just incredibly fast? Is that how you end up know. upside down facing the wrong direction on just a regular old road? Jam on your brakes, you roll. I don't know. Mm. I, don't, I haven't rolled. You've rolled, right? Oh, uh, kind of, yeah. You That's your roller badge. Yeah, kind of. I mean, it was a pretty soft roll. My 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 Volkswagen Baja Bug uh-huh. rolled down a snowbank. It's already round. <laughs> yeah, well, it wasn't much to it. Yeah, you know what I believe? Landed in on is. the wheels and drove off. So it wasn't much to wow. it with no damage. Wow. Yeah. I believe in keeping the shiny side up and the dirty side down myself. 10 yeah, good buddy. I guess that's one thing about where I'm driving is it's just, you know, it's not icy. I mean, I, I grew up in places where it's ice and snow all the time. You can end up any direction at any time. That's always just good. Just driving down the road by yourself. I you mean, lose traction completely and think, all right, here we oh, go. Oh, yeah. You kind of, you kind of, you, you, you get really stiff and hold your arms. You think, this is going to hurt. And then sometimes you hit something, sometimes you don't. But yeah. Yeah. Whoops. That's rough. Mailbag. Yeah, if you don't drive in icy, icy conditions or snowy conditions ever... You don't have that terror on it's a regular exciting. Basis. Yeah. It is exciting.
1: Our theme this morning is leprechauns and Nazis. Stay with us, won't you please, for mailbag. First of all, a uh, freedom-loving quote of the day from Thomas Zaz. You know, it's freedom-loving in that it's truth-seeking. There is no freedom without the truth. There is no liberty without knowing what is real. And we're living in a post-truth world, my friend. We'll uh, expand on that theme a little later on in the show. But anyway, Thomas Zaz, who's a thinker, writer, says two wrongs don't make a right, but they make a good excuse. It's uh, also known as uh, whataboutism, right?
2: Right.
3: Hmm. That's a good one.
1: On the theme of leprechaun traps, little kids, they make them these days. They encourage them at schools. I can't believe it. It's cruelty. It's racism. <laughs> it's uh sizism, it's a hundred different things, and it's racism against my people. Uh two ideas for Jack. First one for your next leprechaun trap would be to hire a little person, have them go with the green face and appropriate garb, coordinate him coming over and situating himself in the trap. Oh my Bring god. the boys out to see what they've caught. Oh my god. And record the reaction for your listening audience. Good lord. Wow. Second, and I like Chris's thinking. Second is to have the trap catch a leper instead of a leprechaun. Tell the boys how somehow they set the trap wrong. Then give them the, a life lesson on the horrors of leprosy. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so here's here's the card that my son left, my oldest son left, for the leprechaun and the leprechaun trap, by the leprechaun trap. Thank you for the candy. I hope you come again next St. Patrick's Day. Happy rest of leprechaun year. P.S. Look on the back. Then you turn it over and says, I'm sorry I said I didn't believe in you. I didn't believe you exist. Please Mm. forgive me. Mm. P.S. It's okay if you didn't leave me any candy. Because my son, my oldest son, has started to think perhaps their mom and dad are doing this. Ah, But uh, then when it got down to crunch time, he thought, yeah, I don't want to miss out on the candy. That's right. That's what is it? It's somebody or
1: others bargain. Yeah, yeah. That uh, you might as well believe in God because there's no
3: downside. Was that Kafka? Or- yeah, it's 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 exactly the same thing, only yeah. it's le- with leprechauns in this case, for candy as opposed to salvation. Right. Right. There's been one
1: leprechaun-themed horror movie, right? Uh, I don't recall the name of it. It's
3: the Leprechaun. <laughs> Big Aura. How silly of them. God, if you will show my, that to your kids. If my kids woke up in the morning and there was a snarling, angry little leprechaun in the trap, <laughs> she'd be scared to death. right. That's why I like hiring a little person. And then you'd think Paint what your face green. What the hell am I gonna do with this
1: thing? Uh, here's a nice note from Andy. When my daughter was little, she made a leprechaun trap after hearing about them at school. She's very soft-hearted and wrote an apology note the next day for trying to trap one of the wee folk. Aww. I wrote her back as a leprechaun. What followed was years of correspondence between her and her friend, the leprechaun. It was delightful. That's cool. Recently, she told me she'd recognized my writing style after a couple of years, but really enjoyed the back-and-forth storytelling so much that she continued to play along. You're bringing tears to my eyes, Andy. Nice. Jack, enjoy every moment with those little boys. Uh, duh, duh, duh. Joe, thanks for reading. Uh, i bet you did similar things. Yeah, I did, actually.
3: Oh, thank you, Andy. That's beautiful. What's amazing to me is how quickly the stuff goes away with little kids. Oh, yeah. And then it's over forever. Blink of an eye. Like I brought up the other day, you guys don't ever play with cars and trucks anymore. Like they crawl around on the carpet, pushing around. we're too old for that, Dad. Yeah. And uh, they used to do that all day long. And now it's just gone. They'll never do it again in their lives. It just kind of blows my mind. Mm. Plus, what do you do with your 8,000 cars and trucks you got? Right. Step on them.
1: Uh, Joe in Stockton, uh, California, writes, According to Irish Wonders, Vane Books, 1888. Nice citation, Joe. Thank you for the publisher, the of publication, etc. Now that's a footnote.
3: God, I hated footnotes when you had right-term papers. Oh, Lord. This is pre-computer. In computer era, it wouldn't be that big the a deal. The
1: bibliography though. and
3: the oh. notes. Uh, here's a note, it's something I read, I don't know. Uh,
1: Anyway, according to Irish Wonders... Turns out my friend Tim was not a good source for information. (laughs) According to Irish Wonders, Weathervane Books, 1888, by the disturbingly named David Russell (laughs) (laughs) McAnally. Or (laughs) McAnally. I hope it's McAnally. Oh, boy. (laughs) Bigora, honey, I've got a proposition for you for this evening. Uh, According to that book... Uh, about the leprechaun, quote, he is about three feet high. That's what I was picturing. And is dressed in a little red jacket or roundabout with red breeches buckled at the knee, gray or black stockings, and a hat, cocked in the style of a century ago. So he's wearing red See, in yeah. the 1880s, which was the fashion at the time. I
3: didn't picture that, but I did picture it because my kids said he's about the size of a pop can, and I thought, no, nah, I didn't oh, know that. Oh, no, no, no.
1: Also, if captured by a human, he will grant three wishes in exchange for freedom. I've found no information with
3: respect to wishing for more wishes. I'd rather have a little leprechaun slave to clean my house than than three wishes. How about I just keep you as as somebody to clean my house? Yeah, here's a wish. The kitchen. Here's another one. The
1: bathroom. Here's another (laughs) one. The vacuum. The floors.
3: You're tiny. You can get those hard-to-reach
1: spots. Right. Uh, It's uh, happy to be helpful, Joe, in Stockton. Well, this is an odd tale. Uh, I'll just keep this anonymous. Uh, It's from a young woman. Guys, just wanted to see what you thought about this incident that happened today. My husband and I went to the such-and-such Such justice center, I looked it up, I know where it is, to get a ticket written off, whatever that means. I don't, I don't know what. The sheriff came out and saw that the correction had been made, and then as we were getting ready to drive off, he hit his chest with his fist so hard I could hear his bulletproof vest, put his hand in the air and said, "Sigheil," and walked back to the building. I was totally dumbfounded. It was so very brazen. Wondering if you have any thoughts on the
3: matter. My thought is I don't believe this.
1: Well, no, no. I, I believe it. I mean, she has all the details here, signs it. Here's her d- the name and contact information, everything. Uh, are there, is it the actual sheriff, or like a sheriff's deputy? Was that sarcasm? Did he recognize you from the Nazi meeting? Or thought he recognized you? There's Nazis ooching about at this county justice center? Dressed in the uniform of, 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 of uh, and you have to uh, give us more details. This is crazy. Nazis and leprechauns. Nazi Germany. What's happened to this country? Dang, writes Dr. J in Austin, as yet unbombed. He says he's probably in an airport somewhere. He travels a lot. Longtime correspondent, Dr. J. I've been hearing from him for years. I was in Tampa the other day, guys. Stopped at a gas station next to a club for fine gentlemen. Not in possession of my fine tuxedo, topette, and monocle. I was forced to go on my way. Well, that's classy. If he sees a gentleman's club. He wants to be dressed as a gentleman. And it was a President's Day special, no less. At the Dollhouse in Austin. President's Day special, 6 p.m. Friday show. Stormy Daniels.
3: Wow. Stormy Daniels, And that'll be sparsely
1: attended. <clears throat> oh, boy, and he missed it. Uh, go Zags, writes Dr. J
3: in Austin. Uh, there was another bombing in Austin. There's a crazy person on the loose there. We'll have that in the news at some point, I'm sure. Marshall's got the latest. Man, more and more on the whole trump Mueller facebook thing coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. the rails as a nation. We've kind of gotten used to it, so maybe it doesn't impact us the way it should, but did somebody say rails?
1: Governor Brown, we're talking about something else. Now, don't <laughs> try to build another choo-choo. Uh,
3: all right. We covered some of the back and forth tweeting over the weekend yesterday, but, but, but there's more that I hadn't heard between the president and various high-level officials, former and present. It's just amazing. This sort of thing didn't used to happen. So uh, we'll hit well, you with... What, the
1: public urinating matches? Yes. Yeah. Among yeah. the most powerful people in the
0: world. Yeah.
3: Uh. Yeah. So uh, some more on that coming up. And just we, we've got to get our acts together. Well, and meanwhile, you have the media dropping any pretense at
1: being an arbiter of truth. And they're just litigators for one side or the other. And it's just, it's astounding to take it all in.
3: And FBI, directors, even trying FBI directors lying, we find out. Yeah, well, that's not that shocking to me, but... What it is to me, you know, I guess I was uh, naive. Oh, Simple Jack. I guess mm. I was naive. Uh, let's get the news now with Marsha Phillips. I want to
0: give you an update on this story. Authorities are saying a package headed to an address in Austin, Texas, exploded at a FedEx distribution center near San Antonio overnight. There are reports that the package was moving from an elevated conveyor belt when it blew up. It contained nails and pieces of metal shrapnel.
1: Wow. Now,
0: as an investigator,
1: I'm thinking about this because the the previous three in Austin were placed by the perpetrator almost certainly. They weren't delivered by any delivery service. This one was given to a shipper in San Antonio, mm-hmm. which is a significant distance
0: away. Change in approach or a copycat. This is highly troubling. The FBI is now saying it's more than possible the package is related to the four bombs that have blown up in Austin this month, leaving that city on edge as a massive investigation. Unfolds. The hunt is on, looking for whoever's doing this. So
3: what's the injury death toll from all these bombings? Uh, barely two been injured,
0: two dead, and uh, in this latest, apparently one of the employees got hit with the shrapnel, but they're going to oh. be okay. Oh, uh,
1: Yeah, you know, it's funny. They, they are expected to survive, but nobody mentioned they might be missing a hand or, the, or blind. their eyes or, or mm. the hearing in one ear. Something that's right. absolutely unthinkable. I remember the national uproar over the Unabomber who killed no one, as I recall, right? Right. I mean, this is... Oh, no, no,
0: no. No, he did. Was there a death? Yes. yes. Okay. Okay. All right. And several maimed. But
1: this is a horror. There were no demands. There's no cause been uh, listed yet. And if you remember the Unabomber, it was just scattered and hard to follow and the rest of it. What the hell he was trying to accomplish? Well, it went
3: on for 30 years, which is a long time. This has been a couple of weeks. 30 years?
0: This is a long time. yeah. Oh, yeah. In other news, we got a self-driving Uber car that hit and killed a pedestrian Sunday night in Tempe, Arizona in what appears to be the first case of a pedestrian death caused by an autonomous vehicle. Tempe Police Sergeant uh, Ronald Elcock described the accident this way. The vehicle was traveling northbound, and the uh, pedestrian was outside of a crosswalk. So it was mid-block. And...
3: As soon as she walked into the lane of traffic, she was struck by the uh, by the vehicle that was traveling northbound.
0: Now, police say the SUV was going around 40 miles an hour. There's no indication the car attempted to slow itself down before the collision. Didn't even slow down at all, right? right? Uh, didn't, oh, didn't
3: even uh, didn't even like oh my god, hit the brakes and then hit him. Just right. full full speed ahead. Yep. Oh man,
1: get out of my way! I have a car that if you hit something, it it, it warns you and throws on the brakes. How's the self-driving car not have that? Well, I guess it's supposed to.
3: So, uh, we got a text. The police chief said that no human or computer would have been able to keep from hitting this person. It was a homeless person that stepped in front of a car. Is that
0: what happened or or not? Well, they're saying she crossed mid-road, not inside a crosswalk. Because I drive to work every day with people coming out
3: of the darkness, uh, not in a crosswalk, wearing dark clothing. They just walk across the road. And I don't know how you're supposed to keep from running them over. I don't know how anybody would. You
1: gotta have infrared on that thing or something. I don't know. A, uh, well, you know, my th- sympathy honestly is with
3: Uber. We've got if somebody g- runs out of the shadows in front of a car. I mean, well, is the Uber the key to this or is it the whole self driving car movement? I was I was just thinking about self driving cars in general. Sure. Yeah. Um, uh, we're gonna talk to somebody about that in about twenty minutes or so. But so, what are our expectations for self driving cars? We've got to figure that out. Or do we have a zero tolerance policy? Even right. though we have thirty five thousand people die a year with human-aided cars, but we're going to have a zero-tolerance policy for self-driving, or or not? I would like
1: to know what happens, since my understanding of the the technology is they, you know, are able to assess what's in front of them and not hit it. If, if like, the uh, security at the San Jose airport says, well, it happened under the cover of darkness. <laughs> well, that's not very good technology.
3: The liability situation, that right. could drive it more than, than anything right. else. If if the insurance companies can't work it out, that it's not going to end up being $18 million per accident, then that will do away with self-driving cars right there. All about and, the depth of pockets. Yeah. Plus, it's interesting that Arizona, the governor of Arizona, because he's the kind of guy he is, he established these no-regulation uh, playground rules For self-driving cars And that's why right. Arizona Is the playground For self-driving cars Because they're a state That said Anything goes Come to our state We want your business And now we have A death And now we have Now the bodies Are starting to stack up Hmm
0: Meanwhile, a male... That was pretty good, wasn't it? I should be on cable news. You could be. <laughs> yes. A male birth control pill may be on the market sooner than later. A new pill, the DMAU, has been testing well in early trials and holds promise to be safe and effective uh, alternative form of birth control. What do they call it? The DMAU. Don't make a human. <laughs> That's what it stands for. An human. All right. It's A com- human. It, it's a combination of uh, androgen and progestin. That, That's uh, what I thought. That when taken daily. Can That's what you would
2: have done, too, right? Uh, yeah. yeah, I've been taking that for years. You know it's good
3: birth control? My personality. <laughs> oh, 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 boy. Huh? Oh, uh, boy. Uh,
0: anyway, when it's uh, taken daily, it cuts the sperm count enough so that uh, the uh, partner uh, will not get pregnant. Dr. That's Stephanie That's what I'm Page. looking for. Out of birth control. You nailed it. You nailed it, Marsh. Really? As long as it does that. You really ticked all the boxes on yeah. that one. Well, the box. Stephanie Page, the study's senior investigator, says the pill is a major step in male contraceptives, and some men may even prefer it. By anyway, the they're hoping to have this uh, final test on it fairly quickly. And
3: If it doesn't have horrifying side effects... Right. Um, You'd be crazy to not go on this as a as a young man out yep. in the world.
0: Yep. So anyway, so far, no and then
3: and if both of you are trying, then the, the chance of you know unwanted unwanted pregnancy should really go down.
0: Right. Yeah. There's been uh, no sign of side effects. Some of the other pills they've tried in the past have had really devastating effects on the liver and some other organs. No,
1: you don't want that.
0: No, you don't. But anyway, so far, so good with this one. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation.
3: Hear that eagle. Huh? That's freedom right there. That's the sound of freedom. Mm-hmm.
1: I do appreciate when you work in the Liberty Bell now and again, though. I All like right.
3: that. Oh yeah. So I'll run through some of the exchanges between uh, America's most powerful people, former and present, uh, from the weekend. It just shows we're off the rails as a nation. Will we ever go back? Or is this? I, I can't imagine. Mm. I don't think when Trump's gone, we're going to go back. As <laughs> usual, the reset
1: button is going to be a war or a cataclysm, and nothing else, probably.
3: So, I don't know. Yeah. Well, stay tuned. We'll get into it. And in more
1: on the post-truth world, which is uh, to- uh, it's uh, closely related to what Jack's talking Absolutely. about.
3: Absolutely. Will we ever go back? Mm-hmm. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: Armstrong and Getty.
1: The conscience of the nation. Armstrong and Getty Show.
3: We really we really just have too much stuff. Yeah. What are we yeah, going to yeah, do no about kidding. that?
1: No kidding.
3: What are we going to do about that? Our theme this morning, and this
1: is, I think, the third theme I've announced, is Tech Gone Wild from the Facebook Cambridge Analytical Story. To uh, autonomous cars running people over? Much more.
3: So, over the weekend, uh, Trump was tweeting a lot, right? And he tweeted at one point about uh, sanctimonious James Comey knew all along. Um, and Andrew McCabe being a liar, that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Which he may have, by the way. Well, if the IG was investigating him prior to the election... And how, it was. How crazy, how crazy is this going to be? if I'm if, sorry,
1: investigating uh, uh, McCabe. There are too many people to just say him,
3: Joe. <laughs> how crazy is this going to be if uh, if Mueller comes out and says, yeah, the FBI, the director of the FBI was lying, and then the, the new director, acting director, McCabe, after him, was also lying. And so Trump's, you know, the FBI was out to get me, turns out, well, they were at least lying two right. directors in a row yeah and and uh, they did in effect tap trump tower sure um and MSNBC, who's been going on for the last however 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 long with regularly, these are the same FBI agents that after nine eleven bravely blah blah blah. Well, yeah, that's what they kept saying about Andrew McCabe. Turns out he's a freaking liar. Right, he's just a freaking liar. According to his own FBI organization, yeah. his own coworkers say he's a liar. Not MSNBC Trump. is
1: shameless in this. They're saying this is a threat to democracy. The firing of Andrew McCabe is a threat to our entire constitution. You know, the guy's being investigated by the FBI as a career liar. They recommended he got canned. They're saying, well, the president rushed into firing him. He had to fire him before he retired, otherwise he wouldn't have been fired and would have gotten his whole pension. As it is, he's getting the vast majority. Is he really? Yes.
3: That sucks. Yeah. So he he's an FBI. He's at the. Of the FBI, he lies and he gets his pension repeatedly. What kind of system? Habitually. What kind of system is that? One he where the citizens a... are working for the government. He shouldn't fools. He shouldn't get a dime of my. Uh, I worked for it. Money. Freaking liar! You know what's a danger to democracy? FBI directors who lie because they think they know how things should go. Right. That's a danger <clears> to democracy. <throat> wow! I didn't realize he was going to get his pension. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. Anyway, back to this. So Trump uh, tweets about uh, sanctimonious James Comey being a liar. Comey, nine minutes later, tweets back. Uh Uh-oh. Mr. Over the weekend. I smell a Twitter war. Mr. President, the American people will hear my story very soon, he tweeted on Saturday, and they can judge for themselves who is honorable and who is not. Oh, boy. Mr. McCabe, through his lawyer, tweeted shortly thereafter a similar message. We will not... Uh, blah, blah. We will not be responding to each childish, defamatory, disgusting, and false tweet by the president. The How about tr- if it's just
1: defamatory
3: and disgusting? <laughs> the whole truth will come defamatory out defamatory
1: and false, but not disgusting.
3: Other former officials who have been the subject of the president's taunts have also had choice words for him on Twitter recently. Uh, Brennan, do you remember him? He's the former CIA director. Who, oh, yeah, he's going crazy. Who now refers to himself as a nonpartisan American who is very concerned about a collective future. Well, I'm concerned about our collective future also. I
1: would describe myself in the same terms. I'm not sure I'd go about it the same way Brennan does, but go on. Attacked to the
3: president's character on Saturday, when the full extent of your venality, moral turpitude, and political corruption become known, you will take your rightful place as a disgraced demigod in the dustbin of history. Wow. That's the former CIA director about the current sitting president. Well, and then, you know, they were big last night on Fox News that
1: then, uh, who was it? Some prominent personage, a woman, was it a, a government person or a journalist said, be very careful about angering John Brennan. Or this is what happens. Or be, No, it was be careful making John
3: Brennan angry. What the hell does that mean? I think. Well, wait what, a minute. It could just mean that CIA directors have all kinds of uh, dirt on everybody and can.
1: Well, right. And that's what we're. That's the kind of system we're running here? It is now. I I, I have almost thrown Soviet off. States of America. Play the anthem! <laughs> Play our new national anthem, Michael! We <laughs> <laughs> have the Politburo and the secret police who lie with impunity. Oh, Sing oh, along, yeah, Soviet States, States of Americans! This Learn so this oh, anthem. It's your new anthem. Right,
3: tell it tell it there's still hope how's your dog teddy <laughs> so Teddy's such a good dog <laughs> <laughs> so uh I'll, I'll finish reading this and then i'll get to what i'm what i think uh so let me read that again this is from the previous cia director about the current sitting president when the full extent of your venality, moral turpitude, and political corruption becomes known, you will take your rightful place as a disgraced demigod, demagogue in the dustbin of history. That's a strong statement. I mean, you can't. That's unbelievable. Uh, yeah, a, a demigod is different from a demagogue. <laughs> Trump, of course, had once tweeted that Brennan was one of the biggest liars and leakers in Washington. mm. Um, you may scapegoat Andy McCabe," said Brennan. "But you will not destroy America. America will triumph over you. Well, okay, fair enough. But what do you mean scapegoat
1: Andy McCabe, the known liar who the the Inspector General of the FBI recommended be fired for repeatedly being dishonest and leaking to the press? As uh, one, now, I get that Trump's trying, probably trying to get more out of that than there is. Maybe I think Brennan's out of line there. I, I think, by the way, I think Trump is venal, and uh, what was the other one about morality? Uh, amoral, whatever it was. Venality, moral turpitude, yeah, and political I, corruption. I think Trump shows moral turpitude, sure. Uh, and he's venal. But I still don't think
3: Brennan's entirely in the right. This from the New York Times. Some experts question the decision of Mr. Comey and others to publicly hit back at the president. Mike German, a former FBI agent who is now at the Brennan Center of Public Policy and Law Institute, said the public exchanges were further proof of an eroding trust between the head of the executive branch and its traditional apolitical civil servants. Apolitical. How do you say that when a guy just got fired for lying, which would seem to be over something political?
1: It would seem to be. uh, You know, I want to get the inspector general's report before I, uh, you know, speculate about what was motivating Andrew McCabe.
3: Yeah, I want to get this in, though. Go ahead, yeah. He said the former official's willingness to speak out against the president could uh, spell problems for Mr. Mueller. I would imagine it's hard from Bob Mueller's point of view, having potential witnesses tweeting back and forth with the president is the last thing you want. The credibility of everyone involved is being torn to tatters in broad daylight. Yes. It is a race to the bottom. Can you imagine if I announced publicly,
1: I hate you, Jack, and I am going to do everything in my power to ruin you. Now, if you'll excuse me, I'm going off to testify right. where my word will right. be taken as, as as truth. Yeah, so you got Please. the judge
3: and the police chief in some sort of corruption thing calling each other liars liars right and then so then they're gonna go and under oath tell the truth uh so what does the public do with that it is a race to the bottom yeah and it's just i i don't know where i don't know how we ever come out of this
2: yes sean would you rather be in james comey's dustbin of history or john mccain's
3: to that ash cheek of history
2: the ass the ass cheeks of history it's,
1: it's a difficult <laughs> choice sean it's all humiliating. Will we ever
3: come back from this? I mean, I, it, it, it could be. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, in like 50 years after World War III, I understand <laughs> that. But <laughs> like anytime in the near future, I don't think if for some reason we um, uh, elect a very reasonable, uh, soft-spoken president, I don't think that's going to change things. First of all, I don't think that person could get elect- elected in the modern atmosphere it will take more than one person
1: but great men and women change history so yeah it's possible these i I wouldn't bet my next house payment on it
3: but these former cia directors and fbi directors and everything like that blasting back in twitter that's not helping no no you all look the same to me you all look like you're easily offended you go way over the top in your rhetoric does anybody have an, an iota of doubt that
1: all those people think they're better than you and me, oh, by the way? Yeah, no kidding. Anybody?
3: We're, we Any- pay their salary and we pay their pension even if they get caught lying. Anybody still wonder why we're libertarians? Oof. Really? Huh? This is the Armstrong and Getty show.